Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 18, recorded live on Thursday, January 18th, and Friday, January 19th. And here are your hosts, the man who thinks it's Friday morning, Dave Pillay. Hey, everyone. And the man who still thinks it's Thursday night, Andy Lowe. Technically, I, it is Friday morning. It's 12.10 a.m. But it's... Okay. It's not the next day until I go to bed. But you've pulled all-nighters. I know. So what happens then? Is it still the last day? Is it like 4 o'clock in the afternoon again? It To me, it does not feel like a new day until I go to bed for a period of time. Even if uh, it's just like a little half-hour nap. Yeah, that's understandable. I have actually something similar where it's not morning until I've had something in my mouth for food. Okay. Or rather, it's not afternoon. It's not afternoon. It's not afternoon until I've eaten something. Yeah. If I've just woken up, it's still morning. I don't care if it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon, it's still morning. Until you actually get... Does it jump over from morning to evening then? If you Yes, Yes. if it's like 6 o'clock at night and I've just started eating, yes. Ah, as you're eating right now, your your cookies? Well, it's it's midnight. I mean, come on. We're gamers. We're nocturnal. This is like... What is this? This would be... Lunch, sometimes. Sometimes dinner depends. Yeah, depends on what realm we were on. This might be perfect so, time for rating. Sort of. Just thing. as a as a warning, I'm eating, and Andy's drinking some full throttle. And yes, there may be strange noises through the podcast because it's the witching hour or something, or is that like three a.m. or something like that? I have no idea. It's something that's. What is the witching hour? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. I just don't know what time it is. It's well, like the time where all the witches are supposed to come out and crazy things are supposed to happen, oh, and that's the... The orgies? Maybe. I've never seen witches in orgies. I've hung out with some witches. No orgies, though. You've hung out with witches? Oh, I, people who claim to be. Is this the same people that... With the the pagan holidays? No, this is someone else. I really need to meet some... Of no, your... you really don't. I work... To to keep those two groups kind of separated. Are you sure? Because I think I could have fun with this. I know you could. That's why I keep them separated. God. It's for their safety as much as yours. Oh. But I want to. But yes, Midnight Hour, Midnight Special. Ooh. I, there was a song called The Midnight Special, but I don't remember what it is other than that it was the title, The Midnight, Midnight Special. Special. Yeah. I, I actually remember hearing about that. Yeah. I don't remember or what it is. hearing though. it, but I don't remember either. Yes. So what do we have to talk about on our Midnight Special? Um, A lot of stuff, because we really didn't plan this Midnight Special. It just happens. happened. Yeah. Um, and I both kind of realized that um, we have needed to record this yeah. week. Um, so this is a bunch of stuff that I actually was going to um, cover in my article for the Eastern Echo. You have an article? In the- yes. That's right. You have an article in the Eastern Echo. Yes. I found out with the Eastern Echo, um, if you complain to them and they, say... They you, give you a job. Yeah. Like, I told them, like, this sucks. I could probably do it better. And they asked me, well, do you? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> Yay. About, about 800 words or so. You get paid for it? 10 bucks for every 500 words. Nice. So... so but, you know, 500 doesn't divide into 800. No. So I get, like... So do they just, like, truncate it and kill those last 300? Well, it's it's a little iffy. They'll, it depends on how much they have per issue, how many ads they sold. But it comes out to about... 
That's kind of underhanded. Not really. If I wrote, if I wrote a thousand words, I would get like twenty bucks. Yeah, but it's at least ten dollars for five hundred words. Okay, so they might give you more for yes. eight hundred. Yes. Mm. Not something I'd want to depend on, but that's why I'm not depending on it. But it's ten bucks yes. a week. Yeah. Gas money for a couple days. Yeah. Actually, more than a couple days. Prices have just been dropping. You know what's kind of funny, though, is when prices, the gas, okay, so crude oil prices go up, gas stations, like, follow it exactly the same way. But if you watch, like, when crude oil prices drop, because they're dropping at, like, almost a 45-degree angle now. Gas prices stay constant. Yeah, they stay constant, but they're on a gradual decline. Why? Because they're greedy. Well, I think it's just they're all cut cutthroat that they trying to. I'm thinking they might. Well, they would have bought the gas before the prices would have dropped anyway. They would have bought gas at a more expensive price. Yeah, but price. it it doesn't matter because they buy the next round at the cheaper price. That is true. It it still matches up. It's just shifted. So it's the, just like you purchasing gas from them and trying to say like, well, I could fill up now and have this much, and like I could go and buy a, a fifty gallon barrel. At this much. And then when the price goes up, I still have that 50-gallon barrel, and it was only at that price. That is true. you got to be careful, though, because the the pumps cut you off at uh, $50. Yeah. So you just got to go to a couple pumps. (laughs) (laughs) How much much big of a fuel tank do you have in that van? Uh, Uh, 50-gallon drum. (laughs) Yeah. They actually tried that. One of those cross-country races, you know, like Cannonball Run? Yeah. Well, there was one that called the Gumball Rally, which was the actual one that they did. And they actually, one of the time, they actually did try to fill up a van with, like, all these big, huge drums so they didn't have to stop for gas, so they could just oh, literally God. drive from did one... Did they, like, have a, a, a system of pipes that went from the tanks to the engine? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The only problem is, um, well, you're driving in a van full of gasoline, literally just full yeah. of gasoline and um well, they had a they heavy. had a small fire. Oh. That's not cool. Nope. That's why you need to use diesel. Yes, yeah, so just if you just compress it, then it will explode. Yeah, but diesel won't explode if you just light it. No, it won't explode if you light it, but if even if you just compress diesel, yeah. then it will explode. Yeah. But you have to compress it a to lot. Like really yeah. high pressure. Yeah, that is true. And but it won't catch fire. It won't explode in a fire. No, that is that is true. So it's just dirty as hell. It's stinky and smelly and all that other jazz. But if it, you want to win a race, diesel, I guess. I don't know. I anyways. I, yes. As we digress in the midnight hour, um, so I'm yeah I'm writing for the Echo, which is basically um, either a a, it's a a. B B C. Sorry, I don't know. I'm okay. confusing myself don't, now. Don't even go there. I had to do probability today. Ooh, I'm not liking that class. It's either a the the article is going to be basically the podcast, or b in this case the article is going to find us information to talk about in the for the podcast, podcast will be the article. Yes, little of a, little b, back and forth. So I have a list of stuff here that I want to talk about. Um, first thing on the list that I thought was kind of interesting was um, about Guitar Hero. Yes, Guitar seems, Hero 2. Seems I am playing that most often now and hurting myself repeatedly yeah, you, for it. you got to stop at some point. But it's too much fun. I know, but the controller is going to kill your wrist. I know. Remember oh. the, the old blisters we used to get? Yeah. Yeah, now you're going to get, like, wrist problems. 
You already have CTS building up from working on the computer. Oh, yeah. And then... Now this. Yeah, not good. Uh, but there, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with Guitar Hero right now. What's going on with Guitar Hero, Andy? Um, well, first off, Guitar Hero 2 is coming to the Xbox 360. Yes. With ten more new songs. Those bastards. Yep. Are they, like, real songs or the, the add-on songs? Real songs. Like, there's... So, like, another two levels. Basically, yes. Those... Okay. Um, I know a couple of them, but the one I was really looking forward to is uh, Rock and Roll Hoochie, Hoochie Coo. Rock but and you, Roll Hoochie Coo. You don't know that song. And I know that song. I don't know any of the songs. <laughs> but here's a question. Do you actually like... Do you, Does it expand your musical horizon? Do you look for other artists that you wouldn't have normally already looked for because of the game, or no? Yes and no, and yes. You know, you know I have Hamachi. Yes. This sounds like really off the topic, but I'll, I'll come back to it. I promise. Um, and I I have iTunes because of the iPod. Yes. And iTunes lets you share music over a local area network. Yes. Well, with Hamachi enabled, I have a couple other people from like I got one from Michigan State, uh, one or two from Purdue, and one from God knows where, on my Hamachi server, because we play StarCraft. Okay. Yes. Uh, and so I opened iTunes randomly, and poof, there was good two gigabytes of this other guy's music. Ah. I started poking around, listening to other artists. A lot of it was rock-ish, stuff you'd find on Guitar Hero. Okay. U2, weird things like that. Actually, U2 is not on Guitar Hero, but go I, ahead. I know, but yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Queen. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, it has expanded it a little bit. But you're not... You're not going... I'm not going to go out to, like, Tower Records and... Grab a CD of yeah. somebody. Yeah. I see. Meh. Okay. I'm, I was just curious about that point. No, cause... it's a valid point. All right. I was, it was just my own curiosity on that one. But I yes. hope I have satisfied your curiosity. Oh, you you have. Okay. Um, okay, so yes, there... Um, but Guitar Hero um, seems the uh, franchise... Started by Harmonix, right? Who did right. Frequency. Frequency, then Amplitude, then Karaoke something, then Guitar Hero. Yes. All the music games. It seems they are handing over the reins. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I, I don't know how to react. Red, Red Octane is still doing it. Yeah, they but got... Red Octane was just the publisher. Yeah. They they didn't actually do anything no, to they... make the controller. Yeah. They did the controller and the interface and stuff, but the actual gameplay was done by Harmonix. Right. On on the plus side, it means harmonics will be opened up to do other stuff again. That is true. Because they kind of got into this rut with Guitar Hero. But it was a good rut. It's a great rut. What is, it's, it's, it's not even a rut, it's a groove. I think, what, Guitar Hero, the franchise itself, if you take into account the number of games sold and the number of games and controllers sold, I think was like the top, like the top 10, I think, of all of 2006. Top 10. Games sold. Nice. But yeah, so it's it was a great franchise that they just stumbled upon. <laughs> like, hey, look at what we can do. And people were like, Whoa. It's... We want more 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 I think I might have actually seen it when I went to E three and I dismissed it. What? Because it was in the, the like little sub if it's where I think it was if it was there, it would have been in this area. It was like this little sub basement with like classic arcade games and uh, vintage machines and guys demonstrating some really off-the-wall technology that really didn't look too applicable to gaming. Okay. 
And then, if I'm remembering right, you know, memory's very fallible, yes. but I remember some guy with a guitar standing there. Hmm. Maybe. I and I'm know. like, what the hell is that? Who needs that? Well, um... As now, I look at the two sitting here... Yes. ...and the games, and... Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's... Uh, the... the Yeah. That was two years ago, though. Three years ago. Now now it's a big hit. And I, now they're handing the up. handing the production over to... So, who are they giving? Neversoft. Neversoft? Yes. Who the hell is Neversoft? You know the, uh... The Tony Hawk games? You're kidding. No. Never mind. Okay, then. Neversoft. They handed the production over to Neversoft. So it was Red Octane and Neversoft, who did Tony... Granted, the music in the Tony Hawk games were actually pretty good. Well... Like the Tony Hawk, and then they yeah. had the BMX, you know, and all I, the other ones. The, the series is pretty well set up, and the format is pretty well set up. Yes. I don't imagine that they'll actually like change it that much. Uh, there, there are some things I wish they could do, like actually unlocking songs and stuff in co-op mode. That would be nice. So it's not just like okay, you have to get you have to get so many stars and stuff like that, but actually play through the game in co-op mode. It'd be nice. Yeah. I've uh, I've pulled up NeverSoft's game list among others. Uh, there is the Tony Hawk Pro Skater, which is actually it's a, despite my better judgment, it's a very well received game. Tony Hawk Pro uh, was it Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four? I think was one of the few games on GameSpot that got a perfect ten. Yep. Um. So and then they did Tony Hawk Underground and Underground Two. Yeah, all the and, whole the whole Tony Hawk yeah, series. Yeah, they they have contracts with Tony Hawk. Uh, they're actually doing one on. They just did Tony Hawk's Project 8. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Um, they also did the Spider-Man game. Ew. Yeah. That was not very well done. Most games based on movies don't turn out very well, though. That's because they, the development people spend most of their money on acquiring the license to the game. Right. I, I wish that would change. I mean, Sony would own the license to the movie and the game. So what's the problem? Why can't they... Why? Because Sony have doesn't to be... make games anyways. Yeah, Sony I mean... really doesn't make games. I... Ah. Yeah. Not a fan of most games based off movies. What about the Superman game? That Any was... of them. That was so bad. Aquaman. Oh, man. So bad. <sighs> So uh yeah anything else on that so list that would that it's of the 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 games on there 2 3 4 5 5 are not Tony Hawk <laughs> Like I said the Tony Hawk franchise yeah, never saw There there's 16 out of 25 is Tony Hawk but the, I do have to say the the music in Tony Hawk they've gotten their licenses with good bands. It's more more of a punk sort of feel to Tony yeah. Hawk, but it's still well. We'll see. I'm I hope that they don't kill it, and I hope that they take it more in the downloadable content. Path. Oh, that yeah, the downloadable content through through uh, Xbox Live. Yeah, and the the user created content path as well. Ooh, that would be nice. What I remember is uh, DDR. There was a computer emulator for it called Dance with Intensity that allowed for user-created files. Now, but then you start getting into a copyright issue with the songs. Right. Which is why a lot of the songs were remixes and original pieces. And then there were the other ones that weren't. 
Wait, wait, are you talking Dance with Intensity or... Yeah, Dance with okay. Intensity and a lot of original stuff. Okay, because I can tell you Guitar Hero, 90% of the songs were done by a cover band. Oh, yeah. Cover bands. Oh, there, yeah. there were did actually. The, the bonus one, songs were mostly done for the game. Yes, and but. a couple of the couple of the the regular songs in Guitar Hero Two were actually done off of master tapes, which is okay. But see, I what I'm at this point, I think a band would be crazy not to sign with Guitar Hero. But I like sure, we'll let you. Put our music in there, but their Guitar Hero probably has to pay for the license to yeah. use the music. Yeah, but like it really shouldn't be that much of a license because it's not like it's going to discourage CD sales. If anything, it should encourage them. But then you also get to the point of most of these bands have broken up. True. And the question is, who actually owns? Well, the music company would owe the license, but you have to get the the uh, Songwriters' permission and copyright holders and all—it's it's a big That's, mess with yeah. music. It's a big mess. Not you know, fun. there there are now websites that are being established to be record labels, free. Oh yeah, I know that. Like I, I talked about that one band in Britain, no major record label, just through the yeah. internet. It's going to be breaking the top forty. Yeah, and now there's a website that'll uh, help you publish through iTunes and other uh, other online stores. Not just, like, for free, through the store itself so you can make money without having any label at all. Down with the man. Down with the man. The core of rock. That's that. Oh, yeah. Oh, so speaking of down with the man, um, it seems Activision, which I do believe they own... Do they own Red Octane or do they own... Harmonics. Uh, I'm not sure. But Activision owns one of the two of them. Okay. And it seems Activision snuck in a couple things under the wire uh, at the very end of the year. And we're just catching light about it now. Um, It seems they copyrighted a whole bunch of stuff. Like, Guitar Villain, Drum Villain. They had a... When the original Guitar Hero came out, they also copyrighted uh, Keyboard Hero, Drum Hero, Guitar Hero. Really? Yeah. So either a, they really want they they're thinking of expanding this whole series into what I would think would be cool, like drums and keyboard and guitar, put them all together, it would be great. That's what kind of what um, Guitar Freak did, right. though. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Or b, they realize that they're going to have a good game and they want to cover their asses. So if somebody doesn't come out with a guitar villain game to face yeah, it, off against the guitar hero game. It could also be. Uh... What was I thinking? Uh, you know, you City of Heroes, City of Villain. Same game, different music. Well, different style of game, but that's the point. Do you I, I'm screwed up, never mind. So, Let me start over. City of Heroes, City of Villains. Yes. Because it's the same game. Yes. And it's just slightly different. One's from the hero's perspective, one's from the villain perspective. So just apply that to rock. You know, these are all pretty upbeat songs for the most part. Institutionalized, Beast and the Harlot, or okay, Beauty and the Harlot. They've got not. some pretty downer songs in there. Right, well, I'm just saying, you know, it, it's just another name that they could put other stuff to. And somehow have, like, a Clash of the Titans or something? I don't know. I don't know. It would be pretty cool. I still that, f- And you want to avoid the Final Fantasy Syndrome? The Final Fantasy Syndrome? Final Fantasy twelve, Final Fantasy thirteen, Final Fantasy fourteen. Good point. Roman numerals aren't cool. 
once you get to a certain point, you want to just you want to keep the game, C-M-X-L-V-I-I. but change the name. C M X L V I I. It's probably I don't even know what number that is. I'm not sure that's even a valid number. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, so there that a whole bunch of stuff going on with the guitar, guitar Hero now. I I want more of it actually, but we'll see. Yeah. I think, by the way, Harmonix is owned by Viacom. Oh. Which is kind of creepy. No, because MTV bought somebody, either Harmonix or Red Octane. I thought they bought Red Octane, but yes, I'm not sure. Yes, but who owns MTV? Viacom, who also owns CBS, which seems kind of odd. Dan Rather uh, and MTV in the same... Well, not anymore, Dan Rather. Viacom also owns Spike TV. They also own the BET Networks. And VH1. VH1. And all those. MTV2, MTVU. Spanish MTV. They own Crossfire. MTV Soul. X-Fire, rather. They own X-Fire? They own X-Fire. MTV Network's Internet Services. Adam Entertainment, Game Trailers, iFilm, MTV Overdrive, Neopets, Quizilla, and X-Fire. And they're looking to buy all the Ziff Davis stuff that Ziff Davis is trying to upload. This is a huge company. Oh, yeah. Miscellaneous Assets, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And they also, um, CBS actually does billboards, too. So if, if you're driving along, CBS right. owns billboards, too. So they've got... And Viacom owns Paramount. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Welcome to media conglomeration. Conglomeration, nothing. It's media monopoly. What is it, like Viacom versus Fox versus Turner? Is there, like, anyone else out there? Uh, GE. GE. Owns NBC, which also owns Universal and a okay. couple other things there. But yeah, like General Electric G. Yeah, wow. That's why you know how you know the the three notes for NBC and oh, BC. Yeah, it's GEC on the keyboard. GEC. That's General I forgot Electric about Company. That. I knew that too. Damn it! Wow. The things you realize when you take television courses. Yeah. Or radio courses. That's kind of creepy, man. You know what I learned in one of my radio courses? Hmm. Don't kill your listeners. That's generally a bad idea. Yes. Why do you bring this up, and why the hell did this come up in your radio course? Um, because we were talking about promotions to do with people. Yeah. And one 25th of the twenty-fifth caller gets a free yeah. blah blah blah. So we were talking like like drink drink the host under the table is one of our ideas. Well, it wasn't yeah. one of my ideas, but it was our little group idea, and we we're like, um, <laughs> don't kill fun. your listeners. That's the best last thing you want to do. But it seems um. A radio station in Sacramento um, wasn't wait, able to wait, do that. What? Okay, so Sacramento, there's a radio station. They got a Wii. They're going to give it away, and so the the promotion is hold your Wii to win a Wii. Hold your Wii. That is that legal? They, they signed a release form. No, I think I'm thinking of a different Wii than they're thinking of. Then we spelled w e e as in urine okay hold your don't go to the bathroom when a wee okay there we go so don't so they had a whole bunch of people they started they started drinking a whole bunch of water and then the pers- the last person who didn't to have go to go to the bathroom wins the wee wins the wee okay the only problem is um they really didn't research this enough because there's this thing known as... Um, water intoxication. Yeah, water right? intoxication, which can kill you. It actually, they were talking about other cases where this actually did kill somebody. Like, there was a... There was a I forgot who it was, but somebody was doing a fraternity hazing or something or another. Where yeah. he had to drink a whole bunch of water. Yeah. And he died because of it. 
So it seems that one of the ladies, um, the next day after this contest, said she wasn't feeling good, called off the rest of her day at work, and went home and um, passed away. Yeah. Okay. It's it's like it's sort of I I'm placing the blame entirely on the the radio station because that was yeah it was a neat idea but they should have researched it and then realized Realize. that well yeah so the radio station fired about ten people over yeah this. they drink a lot of water for that though over, I, mean, I think she drank over like two gallons something like that in how long I don't remember the exact number off the top of my head damn. But still, it's a, that's a lot of water. and Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the radio station fired a bunch of people over it. And the police are actually now investigating and are, are probably going to be arresting some of the people involved in this. For criminal charges? Yes. Uh, un- like a man... Unintentional, un- yeah, yeah, like manslaughter or something like that. homicide. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I it, suppose... It's it's going it's yeah. happening it's going to happen but well but I'm you know whether or not they arrest them is one thing whether or not the courts actually take the case is something else. Well, you can do neglect, irresponsibility uh, towards. It, it wouldn't be neglect because she she's an adult. Yeah, that is true. She, she knows what she's doing. She should have known what she was getting into. They weren't making her drink the water. No. It's not like they were forcing it down her throat. No, that is true. And she I'm, could have stopped at any time. Yeah, and I'm sure it... there were plenty of waivers absolving the station and its employees of any legal responsibility. That is true, but I, I don't know. I still sort of blame the radio station on this one because that was just... Yeah, it's it's pretty dumb. So yeah, that that's the that's a sad story with the Wii. Granted, it's not really the Wii. Just the, but... It's a dumbass radio station. Yes. Okay. Um, do, we, do we have something a bit more upbeat? Um, how about Sony screwing up again? That's always fun to talk about. Yes. They screwed up again. Yes. This is like a... A, a, a weekly occurrence. This is more often than Jack Thompson. God, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, Sony messed up again. So they must, messed, up, messed up with the, the six... Okay, did we talk about the six axis? Uh, the controller? Yes. I don't think so. All right. So Sony, during CES, said, Hey... Six Axis won an Emmy, which... Wait, they give Emmys for things like that? Yeah, for, like, technological breakthroughs and things like that. Like, DirecTV got an Emmy. The Slingbox got an Emmy. It's kind of like the... If I discover a new way of broadcasting television or something, I'll probably win this sort of Emmy. Okay. Even though it's it's basically, like, the daytime... You know, the daytime Emmys? And, like, the the regional Emmys and stuff like that. These are all these sub-Emmys. Odd. That that are actually done by a different academy than the primetime Emmys. Hmm. Yeah, it's the whole Emmy thing is is all convoluted. But so last week, Sony completely messed up. Said, "Hey, our six axis is critically acclaimed because they won this Emmy." Right. But it turns out that they actually won an Emmy because of um, the analog, the DualShock analog controller, which is the PS2 the, controller. The DualShock Two. Yes. The little PS2 <laughs> controller. That's what they won their Emmy for. But they're toting the six-axis. Like, oh, look, the six-axis. Hey, the, the six-axis is based off of an Emmy Award d- design, I suppose. You could say because that. It's even based off the DualShock. Yeah. Sony has no originality. And when they first tried it, they came up with the Batarang. <laughs> I remember the Batarang. Oh, God, that was horrible. Frigging controller looked like a boomerang. 
It was ridiculous. But, so yeah, they were toting this in their official press release, the whole nine yards, and then finally, like, people dug it up, and they're like, wait a second, um, <laughs> you didn't, no, that's not right. <laughs> you didn't win an Emmy for that. Because <laughs> we're like, wait, if they won an Emmy for the six-axis, why, why didn't the why, Nintendo yeah, why Wii? Why didn't we get anything? Yeah. The Wii's controller is much more revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, but actually, side note, Nintendo actually did win an Emmy, too. Really? Yes. For? The D-pad. Really? Yes. It was a Nintendo invention, wasn't it? It was a Up, Nintendo... Up, down, left, right. Yeah. Everything before then was a, a joystick. Yeah. Wow. So, so, yeah. I don't understand why they're getting these Emmys now. Because, but... well, maybe it's just the sign that it's the new era. People are finally realizing it and accepting it in the mainstream. Maybe. But, yeah, so that was last week. Sony messed up. Egg on their face. And then this week, during uh, one of their interviews... With the somebody in the uh, Europe camp of Sony, the European yeah. Union, whatever it is, um, seems somebody in that department. They were talking about how the uh, the PS3 still hasn't been released in Europe because they're probably saving all of them for the Japanese and U.S. launch. But they're they're supposedly originally supposed to um, get released in uh, April, right? Or no, March, January, February, March. Yes, they're supposed to get released in Europe in March. So one of the one of the Sony execs for Europe was talking about it, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, they're going to be released in April." April, and so everybody's like, "Whoa, wait a second! There's there's going to be a month delay for the the European launch." <laughs> An unannounced delay. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. So everybody was all up in arms about it's this March, one. isn't it? It is March. Way to go! So now this is my question: Is anybody at Sony even paying attention anymore to what they're saying, or are they just going off momentum? I guess so. The, it, it's a little tape recorder that repeats itself every couple of months. It just changes it every little bit? Yeah. Uh, buy the Blu-ray. It's the new future. Buy the PlayStation 3. We're Emmy Award winners. No, you're not. The the the, the PS3 is coming out in Europe in uh, April. No, it's not. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. So oh. Sony messed up again. It's, it's, oh, my gosh. It's just uh, ridiculous. I have right here in front of me the PS3 cost... And the launch date for Europe. What is it, 599 euros or something like that? Uh, I'm not sure, but it turns out to be 838 US dollars. Holy mother! On March 23rd. So if you really want a PlayStation 3... You can buy one in a store now. Yeah, you know. I walked into Circuit City and they had like four of them just sitting there. It's Do they have any Wii's? No. no. Are they still getting shipments of Wii's? Yes. Yes. Are they coming in faster than the PlayStations? Yes. yes. Are they selling out as soon as they touch the shelves? Yes. yes. PS3? No. No. <sighs> Are we surprised? No. no. So yeah, that was that was Sony messing up. As oh. usual. I just can't wait till the Blu-ray really tries to gain hold and fails miserably. <laughs> and then we all laugh as Sony plummets. Yes. They're not going to plummet off the face of the earth, but... No, they survived Betamax, they'll survive this. They survived mini-discs. They'll survive this. Mini-discs are actually pretty decent. I still use those. Mini-discs were huge in Europe and Japan. Oh, yeah. Like, huge. Didn't do anything here. I was upset because I wanted one. Well, I've got a big stack of them somewhere at school. I'm not sure where we moved them to. But... Oh, 
Speaking of uh, Blu-ray and all that fun jazz, you know, yeah. Blu-ray versus HD DVD. Yes. They're all toted as the most secure digital format now. Well, but nothing is secure. Yeah, as we have found out that um, HD DVD with their DRM and, like, host codes and disk codes and the Title whole... code, chapter, yeah. yeah. It got cracked? It got cracked. It got cracked. Score one for the pirates. No, they... it's, hey, it's not for pirating. No, it's it's for backing up a personal copy of the movie. There you go. These these are very destructible little discs. As I found out trying to play um, Hit and Run on my computer, the CD was broken. Yeah, Civ Three, the CD was broken. If the CD gets scratched, you're screwed. It's a it's a thin piece of plastic. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's going to get scratched. And what's really great is the bottom of the CD is really thick, but if you scratch the top of a CD... Well, the top is where the information is. Yeah. And there's only just a thin layer of foil that's covering the top of the CD from the bottom. Yeah. All the protection's on the very bottom of the CD. Right. Well, that's because that's where most of the stuff is. Yeah. But, yeah. Your top is actually more more uh, viable to get scratched and stuff than the bottom of the CD. So someone cracked the HD DVD? Yes, someone scratched the HD DVD. The first HD DVD movie to be cracked, Serenity. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Great movie. It's up, it's, it's up on some of the torrent sites right now. It's a 20 gig download. Jesus. That's... You know, I, I think that's where the movie studios need to go. If they want to stop the piracy... Just make the files so ridiculously big that no one will download them. But then you get to the point of it's a race between file size and bandwidth. Yeah, and storage. And storage. Because I have a lot of storage, but 20 gigs is 20 gigs. That's a huge file. Granted, if you you have fiber optics coming into here, that's a a lot of a download speed. Right. But my ISP is still limiting it. That is, some amount. Yeah, that is true. I think like three meg per second, somewhere around there. So it would take you a while to download a twenty gig file, even yeah. with fiber optics. It would still take you a while to download a twenty gig file. Right. Twenty gig is pretty big. Oh yeah, and that's that's after it got put into a codex in the whole night. Yeah, nine that's, that's post compression. Yeah. So really, yeah, you know, they just need to start making these movies so big that no one can download them. But then you start getting to the point of how what what are you going to do with all that? What yeah, what's in it, that movie? Just that... fill it up with white noise. Ooh, that'd be tough. Well, again, any security that's created can be defeated. Someone will write an algorithm to detect the white noise and pull it out. And yeah, no one will care. <sighs> but yeah, nothing is secure anymore. Nothing I... was ever secure. Nope. First rule of network security is anything that can be secured can be broken. Mm-hmm. It's just t- how much time and effort do you want to put into it? Yep. And I think these, I think most of the people who actually do this stuff just do it because it's there. Proof of concept. Yeah. Be like, oh, them, your thing's secure. A lot <laughs> of them aren't even trying to to break it. They just they want to show that it can be done. They don't care. They just want to show it can be done. Yeah. And what's really funny is actually the movies don't really care about pirated over the internet. They actually care more about the um, the actual pirated, like, the, the bootleg DVDs themselves. Bootleg DVDs? The, like, like, the ones you find on the street corners yeah. in New York City? Yes. Okay. That's yeah, what they probably go for far more than the internet stuff. 
Plus, they're they're harder to track down because actually, it's like the the DVD making factories and stuff that are like overseas. Yeah, where your DVDs are actually burned originally and all that stuff. Like people would actually steal the master DVDs before, oh, snap. yeah, before they're shipped out for the street date. And so they'll that's what they really need to crack down on. But that's more of an international issue rather than yeah. Well, you know, when you go out and outsource to cheap labor. You've got problems that you have to deal with, and that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Security. That said, it would probably happen here, too. Probably. But but probably not as bad. Yeah. Because if you can keep it in-house, then hopefully people don't have to... You don't have to worry about your own employees trying to steal stuff. Right. Oh, ridiculous. All right, should I... Is that... So, Serenity, if you want to download it, 20 gigs. But don't download movies. No. Because that's bad. Yes. Don't download... You down- should never download illegal software, movies, audio, any sort of files like that. Can never. You s- can you say that with a straight face, Dave? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it's true. You shouldn't do it. You really shouldn't. And neither should Andy nor myself. Right. Yes, what he said. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, what's... what's you know, I, I've got a topic I'd like to talk about. All right. Because we've mentioned this in the past a couple times. Okay. Uh, how we've broken an addiction. Yes. Both of us have overcome an addiction. Yes. And that addiction is called WoW. Crack. World of War Crack. Yes. And the expansion just came out, which yes. we've been talking about. And we were going, oh, well, no one cares. We don't care. Blah, blah, blah. Well, the expansion came out. On eight million people, yada yada well, yada. No, uh, what date it came out on Monday night, Tuesday uh, morning. Yeah, it was released January sixteenth. It was yes. released on Tuesday the sixteenth. Yes. Uh, and I got a call on Sunday, the fourteenth, from the automated Eris. Yes, which is EB Games automated system saying, "Hey, we're going to be having a midnight selling little party at." EB Games for World of Warcraft, The Burning Crusade, which you have pre-ordered. I thought you changed your pre-order on that. Oh, I said I might change my pre-order. Oh, you might change your pre-order. And so I thought, ah, I got a couple friends who have it pre-ordered too. Just hang I'll out. Hang out with them. Maybe I'll pick it up, because I knew I was going to pick it up. Sooner or later. So it's installed. I've been playing it. I'm not addicted. I it, It's still a controllable urge. You were playing it earlier today. Yes. You were playing. Were you playing it yesterday? Yes. The day before. Well, the day before is the day I installed it. I better have played it then. Yes. However, as soon as I remembered that I had to get episode sixteen up today, I did not play it. Ooh. I put episode sixteen up, and then I played it. <laughs> After finishing my homework too. So there. <laughs> So you're take- I didn't skip class to play it, like I-, I used to. What? I skipped a class or two to just sit around and play WoW. This was a long time ago. Oh my. You- wow, you had it worse than I did. Yeah, not as bad as one of my guildmates, though. Yeah, some of the people that were on there are scary. Uh, I, there was a guy who lost his job, his wife, and his house because of that game. It's a dangerous game. It's really, really easy to get sucked into it. Right. I am not going to touch it for a long time. Spring break. Yeah. And then you'll come back. Maybe. After everyone else has moved past the starting areas. Yeah. So that's, that there's... 
I'm waiting so I don't get just clobbered by everybody. Right. I'm just taking my time. But I do have a level... What is she? She's a level 11 uh, blood elf paladin now. She? She. You made a female or I've elf. I've actually made several female characters. I've also made many male characters. I don't know. I seem just... It's, it's odd to make a female character. Meh. I tried it, and I didn't like it. You didn't? No. I I haven't tried to take advantage of it. I haven't gotten free stuff from anyone. Although I've heard from other people that they pretend to be females, and all of a sudden guys are just, like, sending them stuff in the mail. Like, here, I found this potion. Drink it. It will restore your health. I don't know how to respond to that. Andy sits here stunned. It's like a four-minute period of... Or four-second silence right there. So, yes, I do... I have a Blood Elf Paladin, and I'm bringing my Dwarf Paladin past 60. It's gorgeous. It's so good. The graphics got an overhaul. You know you were in the beta. I I was in the beta. I'm not telling you. I'm telling them. The listeners. Stay Our o- audience is more than you and me, remember? You actually listen to this? Well, yes, Andy, don't you? <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, well, I, sh- I should. You better I- listen to it, you do the audio. Yeah. I I listen every so often. So yeah, it's coming out. I'm not going to touch it with a 10-foot pole for a long time. You ins- You tried to install it already. No, I didn't. Nothing is installed on my computer right now. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. There's well, no WoW, no Burning Crusade. Well, t- I mean, WoW-related, okay. there is nothing. I nothing. I even uninstalled my WoW theme for my desktop. You had a WoW theme for your desktop? Yes, because it would actually match the color scheme. So I, didn't have the, I didn't have that nasty blue bar at the and bottom. you said I had it bad. I didn't like staring at a nice... It had a nice earth tone color scheme, and then this really... XP bar down at the the bottom. XP bar. Because so I could have chat windows open. Yeah, but why don't you have Windows Classic style? It's better than XP. I like my XP style. Yeah. I like my Windows Classic. Mm. So there. Well, I like cheese. I like cheese. So yeah, I'm not for me. Okay. You'll get into it eventually. I still say you're, you're. You'll get into it eventually. Not going to. Well, and eventually, yes. Then I, if I have suddenly a lot of free time, but if not, then this summer. Yeah. All right. So another thing I um, found out: the iPod. iPod. Brought to by Apple's baby. Yes. Apple's. I'm. I'm not going to go there. Apple's love child. No. <laughs> sort of is, but not going. No, no, that's not what I was going to say. But All I'm right. not going to go there. So, Apple's been selling iPods like hotcakes. Yeah. All the versions of the iPod, the video iPod, the nano iPod, the, the shuffle. They aren't selling iPod mini so much anymore. Not really, no. Because they replaced it with the nano. Yeah. But the the little iPod one gigabyte clip that's coming out, the shuffle. iPhone. iPhone. All that other stuff. For $600. Yeah. Well, it seems the iPod has been making Apple a sweet chunk of change. Do you want to take a gander at how much that chunk of change has been? Couple, let's see, it's been out since like 2001? Yes, it was released Six in October years. 2001. Probably 
couple hundred million. How about you add a couple zeros? Couple zeros? Or maybe one zero. One zero. One zero, one yes. Zero, I'd, I'd believe one zero. A couple zeros I wouldn't believe. One zero. One billion dollars. With my Dr. Evil finger. Yes, uh, iPod. That's, that's profit? That's one billion profit. Holy shit. Not sales. Profit. Those guys are making a killing. It's all going right into Steve Jobs' pocket. Well, I thought he sold most of his stock in the company, though. Uh, there was that whole last little really weird thing that the Fed is actually starting. Oh yeah, to the retroactive stock options yeah, for the the uh, the what is it? The FBI and the SEC are both going to start investigating that because that's yeah. a little fishy. Steve Jobs. People ask me why I don't like Apple. That's but one big reason. They're $1 billion in profit since it came out. $1 billion. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of iPods. It's a lot of iPods. And, and I contributed to it. Ah, I feel dirty. But the question is, do you see any end to the iPods? Is there anything that's going to kill an iPod? Yes. What? The iPod. The iPod's going to self-destruct? It's going to oversaturate itself. Eventually, everyone's going to have an iPod. All right. Well, when everyone has an iPod, and it's a good quality little product that doesn't die out in three years. You you think that... No one's going to buy another iPod. Especially when they release the next version for $600. Yeah, that's he's not expecting that many people to buy that one. What do you say, like, his goal was 1% of the... 1% of the cell phone market is a huge share, especially for someone, for a phone that's just breaking in. That is true. There, I, I'd say 1% is an overestimate. I'd say they will be very lucky to break that. I don't know. The, the Apple fanboys are... Few and far between, thankfully. And they all congregate. You know what? We just need to take out Macworld. <laughs> just take out Macworld? Just take them out. Oh. Drop an EMP and short out all their devices. They'll all be crippled and die within a couple days. They'll cripple and die? Well, they won't have their little toys. Their little Fisher-Price My First Computers? Exactly. I used that today with my editor for the newspaper, and he thought it was a kind of a funny line. Yeah. As I said, I wish I could take credit for it, but I got it from CAD Comic. <sighs> but yeah, so $1 billion profit. What do you? Th- what would you do with a billion dollars? I don't think I could spend a billion dollars. Oh, I could easily spend a billion dollars. Well... If by spend, I mean give much of it to charity as well. I'd give a bunch to some charities. Child's Play would break the record. Oh, yeah. Pretty quickly. <laughs> you just tell Child's Play, I'll match you dollar yeah, for I'll, dollar, I'll whatever. Match a year. Yeah. No, not forever. I'll match a year. Yeah. And then I'd, spend, I'd put a huge amount of it into a savings account, earning interest, and try and live off the interest. You could put up. You could put what? The, what's the limit for a Roth IRA? Is it like three thousand a year? Mm. Do it you, in a couple different banks, and you're all set. Yeah. Uh, and then put uh, part of it into the stocks, mutual funds. Actually, I might. Uh, I'd. Fa- I might found if with a billion dollars, I might found my own mutual fund. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was something that came up at a discussion a, co- a couple weeks ago. You'd f- make your own mutual fund. Yeah. For gamers. Really? That'd be interesting. Because gamers, as a group, is very large. Yes. As individuals, are very poor. 
Yes. So would this be just you 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 get money for playing games? No, no, no. This would be uh, a company that would go out and you'd give them money, and they'd say these are the views that we are going to represent, and these are the stocks we're going to invest in. That company buys the stocks and goes to the shareholders' meetings and makes their statements. Oh, so it's like a it's like a what it's like an agent, basically. Sure. Okay. And, and and then you having invested in that company, when that company gets money returned from the stock, it that goes go- back to you. Okay. Okay, I get you. I get you. Uh, that, that's what I understand the concept of a mutual fund is. I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. <laughs> I think... Or it, it's something that does that. Yeah. But, yeah, because, as I said, gamers are huge. As a community. But the developers don't listen to us. <laughs> developers do. The publishers don't. Yes. And, you know, it, Sony sat there and was doing all this. And if we had a single share at Sony, we, we could go to the stockholder meeting and be like, look, you're being dumb. But if we have a single share, they're not going to listen to us. No. But if we have a company that has hundreds of thousands of shares... Yes. Because hundreds of thousands of people have invested into this company, then they might actually start paying attention. That is true. So with a billion dollars, that's what I'd do. Okay, so you'd, you'd give the a voice to the people who have no voice. Yes. Okay. Or rather, I'd increase the volume of their voice. You'd be giving fanboys microphones. Oh god, that's a scary thought. Never mind. <laughs> I'd also buy one really sweet computer system. Maybe a couple. Do you you know what I found out kind of funny is Fabio seems to be an audiophile and a... uh, Really? TV... I don't know what a TVophile would be, but... Telephile? Telephile, maybe? That just sounds really bad. (laughs) But he seems... Fabio seems to know his stuff audio and video-wise. That's pretty cool. He said his home theater system is worth over a million and a half dollars. That's kind of creepy. That's a lot of money for a home theater. But he's got, like, the big, huge... Yeah, he's you got know, uh, stuff to the to the nines. That's there's a lot of uh, a lot of celebrities have little quirks that you'd never think. Like Robin Williams, is a gamer. I know it's spore, but you'd never expect that. Right. Vin Diesel, uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, Dave Chappelle, you'd expect because he he's a pretty down to earth celebrity. Yeah. Same with Carlos Mencia. Yes. Who else did I did I hear recently that? Surprised me. Oh, I can't. I can't remember his name. I wonder if Patrick Stewart ever played video games. I have no idea. That'd be really funny. Anyways. Yes. Another. Uh, should I, we hit the random I, I topic? I think we should probably hit the random topic. All right. Oh, what, what? What? I thought you already had it loaded. I navigated away. I've been looking up Wikipedia while we've been talking. Uh, random topics. This week, in addition to the usual suspects, uh, let's see, we talked about C++ Java. Yes. Uh, there's the gluten for a day. Gluten for a day. There is the Civ 3 strategy. Civ 3 strategy, alright. The make your own video game. Alright. Make your own sci-fi story. Yes. Or any story, I guess. I thought it used to say sci-fi, but... Uh, if you had to write a story, what would it be about? 
the rock mica, and then three new ones. So we've got eight now. Eight. And the three new ones. Uh, number one is a question regarding the Lord of the Rings. Okay. Number two, paper clips. Paper clips. Which I guess goes along with bobby pins. <laughs> and right. number three, uh, if superheroes really existed, would they be advantageous to a city? Would it be good to have a superhero in your city? Yes, because there are certainly pros and cons. All right. So that is uh, that's eight. eight. I've I got believe. a D8. I'm glad we've got some nice round numbers. Yeah, this is, this is, you know, keep it with the, the, what is it, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. Yeah, keep it with the evens and we're fine. 10, 12, 20. All right, so I'm going to roll the D8 along with some other random dice so it actually makes noise. And yeah. We've got, which one's the 8 one? That's the 8 one. 6! Six. 6! What's 6? I think that's paper clips. No, is that 7. Six is the Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Which is wonderful. I wanted to talk about that one. All right. What's, what's this Lord of the Rings question or, or topic the, or the whatever? The question itself, and if you have not listened to the Lord of the Rings or read the Lord of the Rings or watched the Lord of the Rings, turn off the podcast. I don't want to spoil it. That said, if you have not watched, listened, or seen the Lord of the Rings, get out from the rock you've been hiding under for the last ten years. You know, I tried reading The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I could never get through the second book. Two Towers? Yeah. Two Towers is a boring book. Skip ahead to Return of the King. I tried to, and I got so lost. I was all confused. Well, but now you've seen the movies. Now I've seen the movies, and I could probably trudge my way through it all. Yeah. You know how Two Towers is yeah. great. Yeah, the very end of The Two Towers was nice. All right, so the question is, why didn't Gandalf call on his... Actually, yeah... Alright, so in The Hobbit... Yes. Gandalf calls... Oh no, not not in The Hobbit. The question... Why didn't Gandalf call on his friends the giant eagles to fly the One Ring straight to Mount Doom instead of setting the Fellowship on foot? Okay, so yeah, because the the eagles rescued them from... Yeah. It was kind of like a free return trip, basically. Yeah, you you completed the mission, so we're going to fly you back home. Yes. That's basically what it was, right? Yeah, most of the way home. Um, and then there was some fun stuff after that that they didn't put in the movie. Oh? Yeah. It, oh. The end of Return of the King is really good. Okay. It's better than the movie with its ten different endings. It's like, oh, here's a nice ending, and here's a nice... No, just no, keep no. Bang. Go, just, if you do, if you don't read any other part of it now that you've seen the movies, go and read the end of Return of the King. After the breaking up of the Fellowship. All right. It's, it's really worth reading. So... But Sam and Frodo get to Mount Doom, and they drop the ring in, and Gandalf calls the eagles to fly them back out. Yes. And so the question is, why didn't Gandalf just call on the eagles to fly them in in the first place? Well, weren't the weren't the uh, the uh, Death Riders or whatever they the are? The Ringwraiths? Yeah, the Ringwraiths. Didn't they have flying guys, yeah, too? Yeah, they, they had flying guys. The Nereth Zine? Yeah. yeah. Tolkien's weird. Um yeah, Mount Doom was protected. It was the heart. It, it was the the fortress. Yes. Yeah, like it was the center of the enemy's stronghold. Uh, just flying in there would not have been a good idea. No, that's the, the only reason Sam and Frodo managed to get in there is because the army, the whole huge orcish army, had left Mordor to go, to go fight the humans. at Minas Tirith, right? I don't remember. I think Minas Tirith was the was, the major city that was, was right next so to it. So long ago. 
The movies was not that long ago. Yeah, but I don't remember the names from the movies. I remember them from the book. Because one of them... Well, I didn't read the book. I actually had the book read to me. When I was like 10, my dad read me the books. All three of them. Oh, God. I would hate to... It was great. I had fun. Well, yeah, that is it, true. It was my bedtime story. Oh, that would have been actually a nice bedtime story. Yeah, until they start talking about the armies and, like, huge orcs. But, uh, yeah. That was my bedtime story, was Lord of the Rings. So why didn't he send them? Well, because so the place was the, the fortress. Orcs, yeah, it was a fortress. It was guarded. There was this huge army sitting there until the army left to fight the humans. And the only reason that Sauron had them go and fight the humans was he thought the ring was with the humans. Instead of sneaking around in the back. Right. So if Gandalf had just flown the ring in, that would have been the end of the world. Because they, he would have seen... Sauron would have gotten the ring, killed the eagle right away. I mean, it's a bird. It's not that hard to kill. But it's a giant bird. But it's a bird. You know what I think why they didn't fly it in? Why? Because the ring was too... The, story. the ring was too small to fit on the bird's talon. Oh, uh, except the ring changes size. Oh, shush. Remember? I, I, yes, I remember yeah. that, yes. The ring it, changes size. But it's a it, magic ring. But it still wouldn't have fit the talent, and it's the bird would have been invisible, and then the bird would have turned. No. The bird could have turned. No. The the bird wouldn't have... Why would someone put it on the bird in the first place? <laughs> to make the bird invisible, so the bird could fly in and but sneak the in. the Dark Lord could see... Dark Lord, I sound like I'm from Harry Potter... Oh God! Harry Sauron Potter could have seen the bird. He knew it. He had the the whole like interconnectivity with the ring. Right. All right. <laughs> so that's why Gandalf didn't just call on the eagle. I like at the first look of it, it's like, wow, that's really, yeah. Why didn't he do that? Because but it's the same thing about you know if there's a little indestructible black box on an airplane, why don't they build the whole plane out of it? Well, because the box is made out of titanium, and if you built the whole plane out of it, it'd be too heavy to fly. Yes. So, at first look, yeah, it it doesn't make sense, but once you look at it, you're like, oh, okay. I'm trying to think of another witty response, but I can't think of anything at the moment. Well, I think that means that the show's over. (laughs) When I can't think of anything witty left to say, that the show's over? All right, guys, thanks for listening.